Hello and welcome back. Thank you for listening. A few days ago, I came across a LinkedIn post by my good friend Sloan Dean, CEO of Remington Hotels, about a concept he termed Day Zero. It seemed very intriguing. I reached out to Sloan, and although he is incredibly busy, he agreed to share his thoughts about Day Zero and how it has helped him and his leaders to navigate through the current crisis. In episode three of the Unconstrained Conversations podcast, Sloan and I talk about taking care of your employees, opportunities ahead, and how crisis shapes leadership. Okay, welcome to episode three of Unconstrained Conversation podcast. Um, Today, I am super excited to have with me uh, Sloan Dean, who is the uh, new limited CEO of Remington Hotels sitting down in uh, beautiful Texas. And uh, Sloan and I have had previous Unconstrained Conversations. I think actually Sloan and I, we had the first ever video episode of Unconstrained Conversation a couple of years back. And um, I know uh, the world's a very different place today. Um, so um, what I really wanted to talk about with Sloan today was his concept of uh, day zero and how companies need to think about starting from scratch. Um, I know Amazon and Bezos always talks about day one for internet companies. So day zero is a, is a very interesting concept. But before we do that, welcome to the podcast, Sloan. And um, how are you doing and how is Remington doing? Uh, thanks, Klaus. It's great to be here with you. Um, as it relates to myself, I've been self-quarantining or at home for about 40, 45 days now. Dallas has a stay-home ordinance. And I think myself, like many others, I'm about to go crazy. So I'm very bullish long-term on travel because there's a lot of folks like me that want to get back out on the road. Um, And then as it relates to Remington, uh, we're hanging in there. Uh, We branded ourselves as the place where passionate people thrive. And the resilience that I've seen from our community and the company is pretty heartwarming, uh, given that the context is that 90% of our associate population is currently furloughed. It's a pretty heart-wrenching statement, Um, but we're staying in constant communication and we host uh, twice a week webcasts for the associates and trying to make sure everybody's informed. And I'm hopeful about the long-term. It's going to obviously be the the worst quarter in the history of the U.S. hotel industry. And we're trying to ride the crisis out the best we can. We've managed to stay open at all of our hotels currently with the exception of four where we were mandated by the county to close. So we're, we're really trying to stay open, keep as many people working and employed as we can. And we think that'll help us recover better, but we're right in the heart of the crisis right now. So uh, definitely um, a little bit of dark times, as you will say. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I, I do know that you especially take care of employees and, and your company's culture. I know that you're the number one rated uh, hotel management company on Glassdoor, which you've worked very hard on for the last 12, 18 months um, in your previous role with Remington. And now obviously you've, you've become a CEO earlier this year, just uh, at the start of the, the COVID outbreak. Um, what, what really kind of stirred my interest in talking to you was this concept of uh, day zero. Uh, you put a post up on LinkedIn that you uh, just told me was the most viewed uh, uh, post ever. Uh, by you, and I thought uh, that would be a good conversation to have. What, what, if you could expand on that, and what do you mean with that? So I, uh, I host. Uh, we started doing this right in the middle of March when we started the furloughs. We host uh, webcast every Tuesday, every Friday, 
And I noticed that um, the morale was starting to slip with various team members. Uh, as it set in with people, I, initially people thought maybe this would be a sharp B. You know, it would be March and April would be tough and then we'd start to rebound. And the more we looked at the data, the more I messaged, hey guys, this is going to be a, an L recovery and that it may take, you know, 12 to 18 months for occupancy levels to rebound. And, you know, this, you know, being in the basement of occupancy may be protracted through all of Q2. So May may not be that much better than April and June may not be that much better than May. And um, I think it, what I realized and what I realized on these webcasts is that if you deliver, if you're transparent with people and you deliver even bad news, in a candid and transparent fashion, people, human nature, they can take it better. And so what I've messaged is effectively what we've done at the hotel level is you've done a reverse hotel opening. So if you think about when you open a hotel, you first hire the GM, then you hire the director of sales, you do pre-opening, you then bring on people steadily. Well, what we've done is actually reverse engineer a hotel and we're effectively back at day zero. And that's where I came up with the concept that, uh, and we may be at day zero for 90 days. And I think having that mindset and having that, that um, analogy of we've effectively reverse engineered a hotel, we're now at day zero, it arms people with a new expectation. That, you know, the biggest impact to humans is when you have a, you frame a situation and you come up with the worst case and then things are even worse than the worst case. It creates uh, stress, emotion, and um, sends most people into a dark place of, well, you know, wow, this is really bad. And I, what I found is that, you know, if I can frame people to say, hey, we haven't hit the reset button, that it empowers them more to, to be motivated and say, hey, you know what? Today can be better than yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, it gives them a sense of motivation in these dark times. And the day zero concept seems to resonate with folks. That, hey, we just got to go back like if it were your first day as a GM of pre-opening a hotel. Let's get occupancy back in the building and then as we get more occupancy, we bring more employees back and so forth. And it's just an iterative daily uh, mantra. And so um, that's really the concept is that your mindset and then the, your daily habits are effectively you and you need to harden yourself to, to know that, hey, this, um, you know, low occupancy that we're experiencing and where hotel closures are upwards of 20%, that may be what we're looking at for all April, all of May, but at some point business will come back and then it's incumbent on us to move from day zero to day one to day two. Um, but that's that's really where the concept came from, is that we've effectively re, re, uh, reverse engineered hotels. Right, right. That makes me think, and I, I was just thinking about that while you were talking about you and I, we love uh, Dan and your, uh, Dan, and, uh, Dan Ariely, sorry. Yeah. And we love, we love his book about, uh, you know, Predictably Rational. Yeah. And uh, he talks about the... the is it better to, uh, he talks about being in the burn unit, right? In, in, uh, when he was badly burned in the military and, and if, if it's better to rip the bandaid off quickly or rip the bandaid off slowly. 
Um, and what you were just talking about is, you know, rip the bandaid off quickly, which he also believes was the better solution. Um, go lead with the bad news and, and what is the worst that could happen and then work your way up from there. And that's really what you're saying. And I had a conversation with uh, the head of revenue management of Lotte uh, Palace, New York yesterday, and he, he said uh, the similar things to me. He said, we were happy. I've never been so happy to talk about that we had less cancellations today than we had yesterday for a you know four-week period. So his mindset changed from you know, from how many bookings do we get to how many reservations do we, how many reservations have we lost? And if we're less than yesterday, that's a good sign. Um, so day zero for you is really, you're taking the opportunity to say, well, let's reset and let's reopen every single of your 87 hotels as 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 fast or as appropriate that we can, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, when you say, well, day one, day one assumes tomorrow is going to be day two and you progress further what the mindset you have to have is that you know we for almost six weeks straight saw our well definitely for between four to six weeks uh period starting in uh early to mid-march until really this past thursday friday we saw our cancellation rate outweigh our new booking rate for every four day and we've just seen an inflection uh, at our hotels the last three or four days where new bookings, we've kind of bottomed out where, you know, April, May, June are single digit occupancies on the books. And what is canceling for all future dates is less than what is new book bookings coming in. So I see that as a small inflection point that we've seen, but we've effectively been at day zero mentality for weeks, you know, and it's you know, if you say, hey, well, today's day one, well, you assume tomorrow is going to be day two and it's going to be better. And it doesn't harden you for the situation that things may get harder and worse before they get better. And what I've been preaching on these webcasts internally is I've been telling everybody up until really this past Friday where I saw an inflection in the data is it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going, you know, and that's what we saw, the, the hospitalization rate in the U.S. mortality rate peaked in the last week. And I think we're now hitting bottom as a hotel industry. But, you know, if your mindset was, you know, three weeks ago, hey, tomorrow is going to be better, you just were set up for failure. And it, it really creates an emotional response that's not productive because eventually people get exhausted and they throw their hands up and say, well, I thought this week was going to be better than last week and it's even worse. I'm just sheerly exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's what we have seen kind of when it comes to leadership um, in general, right? And I think the the the, the 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 it's it's important to have clear, concise, and 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 accurate information uh, and communication. Uh, I'm wondering how have your your leaders, kind of the general managers, the people in the hotel and in corporate executive positions, have they taken that on, and and how are they filtering that message to? To the, the rest of the organization, is that have you seen a, 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 a mindset mind shift change in in how people think about it? Yeah, we have. I mean, I think uh, first and foremost, that you know, we've just seen a uh, you know people uh, take the attitude of being very resilient. You know, we make a lot of parallels, and these are kind of war times that you need to harden yourself and. There's not going to be, uh, you know, we may have to work 14 hour days, seven days a week for a couple of weeks. And so I think setting that expectation early on that this is going to be protracted, it's going to be hard, but you know what, we will make it through. 
that kind of war mentality of there, there's going to be dark days, but we're going to get through this. And if you're struggling, call us. That type of mentality, we tried to permeate through the executive committee and then also to the GMs uh, so that we're all rowing in the same direction. And, you know, I think um, everybody has a bad day. And I think what I've tried to do is even when I, I had a bad day a couple of weeks ago, where we had to do a, another round of furloughs. And, uh, you know, it's a, we ended up having to go through three rounds of furloughs, um, which, you know, you just keep kind of taking hits. And, uh, you know, but I shared my story with the rest of the executive committee that I just said, hey, I'm having a hard day. You know, that makes you human. So I think showing some vulnerability in these times is, is paramount as well, that you just, no one's built of steel. And I think that's, um, you know, just part of being transparent, showing vulnerability in these times isn't necessarily a bad thing. Makes you human. I agree with you. Absolutely. And, and, and so you've talked about kind of, you know, 12, 18 months. Um, obviously, different markets will have different behaviors. Kind of what's your thought around where are we going to go? I know nobody is able to forecast anything right now, but how, how do you feel this is going to play out over the next few, um, few months? Um, um, or a year. Um, do you have any thoughts? Kind of how are you preparing the organization, and how how do you feel this is going to materialize going forward? I I, I don't think May is much better than April. Even when you have uh, states that will kind of reopen, it'll be slightly better, not much. So you know, rep are depending what segment you play in. If you're in economy, you're going to be you're going to outperform. If you're in luxury, you're going to be in the worst position. Um, so it probably averages out rep parts down 85% for all of April, maybe 90%. The luxury scale is going to be down more than 90%. The economy will be better. Um, but having said that, May's maybe, uh, you know, 500 basis points better than April. Um, so if April's down 85%, May's maybe down only 80, but That's still. Occupancy or in rep bar you're talking about? Rep bar, Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, June, you'll start to see some green shoots. So you'll see some markets that aren't hot zones, uh, but you start to see a little bit of leisure chat travel. So maybe a family saying, Hey, we want to get away for a weekend. You start to see a trickle of business travel. Uh, and then I think we'll start to see some recovery in July, assuming the, uh, hospitalization rate and mortality rate continues to be pushed down. And, um, you know, we maybe get back to some resemblance of normalcy by Q4 if we don't have uh, a reoccurrence. I think one of the things that's going to be uh, tough to overcome is, you know, just we won't have the group demand until we have a vaccine. Um, you know, how many people want to be at a conference with a thousand strangers? Um, so attendance of large events and sporting events, et cetera, are all going to be lagging effects until we have some kind of vaccine. Uh, so I think that's where um, outside of just transient business, um, the hotel industry could be, you know, there may be a hangover effect for 12, 18 months. And so that's why I say, I don't think we get back to, you definitely won't see rep part grow year on year until we get to March next year where we have easy comparables. Right. Right. And I don't think we probably get back to 2019 for three, maybe four years 
Mm-hmm. Because if you look at what happened with 9-11, you look at the financial collapse, this is worse. Albeit some of the demand maybe comes back faster. Um, but we, we're not going to have a vaccine in three months. We're not going to, uh, it's not going to just go away. And so I think that's the lingering effect that people are underestimating. I mean, United Airlines just came out today and they're cutting 90% of their capacity for May. Yeah. You know, that's one of the largest carriers. Their capacity is going to be now 90% for the month of May. So that tells you, you know, we're not just jumping right back. Um, so I think yeah, totally I, agree with you and I, I agree with you. And I think it, it's, it's, it's sobering to see or sobering to see that you that you seem to have a realistic kind of view. Uh, there's a lot of optimism out there. And I think of people, uh, there's a lot of people that are overly optimistic. Uh, I think what you're, what you're saying is pretty realistic and in, in how it could play out. Obviously nobody knows and hopefully it'll, it'll go faster than that, but it seems to be, I've seen some forecasts from some forecasting organizations as well that, that are pretty consistent with what you've just said. Yeah. I think Smith travel is probably about right. That rep is down between 50 and 55% on the year. Okay, so if you have uh, if you have some advice, uh, kind of last question here, because I know you're a busy CEO and you'll probably have to go out and uh, uh, take care of uh, stuff. Um, some advice for people that are listening um, as you reflect on the last six weeks, um, uh, maybe your your top three things that uh, that come to mind for you, um, aspiring CEOs or aspiring leaders. Um, what would that be? I think uh, first off is uh, make sure you have good habits. So make sure you're sleeping. Uh, make sure that you know you're getting up at a similar time, showering, getting dressed, working out, uh, maintaining a good work schedule and discipline. You know, a, a, re- a read I would recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And in that, it's a New York Times bestsellers nonfiction book. And James is right that your habits become you. And so I think in these times of crisis, making sure that you have good habits, which is a definition of you is first and foremost. So that would be my first advice is think about your habits and how do you maintain that in these odd times. The second uh, piece of advice I would tell you is that um, what can you learn from this? So I actually took a notepad and I made a list of Things that I thought I could learn as a leader, as a communicator from this crisis. And then I made another list of how could we be strategic and make this as a long-term beneficial event for Remington itself. And so it allows me to think in a positive fashion, what can I personally learn and what can the organization learn from this? There's a famous saying that the strongest steel is forged in the hottest fires. And Jack Welch, who recently died, was always it was famous for saying that, hey, it, the greatest leaders are often fa- uh, made by almost near death experiences of their business. You know, by taking a business to the extreme, it kind of teaches you the limits of the business. And I think that's what we're witnessing in the hotel industry. So what can you learn from this? What can your business do strategically to rebound from this? And then the third thing I would uh, suggest to people is um, make sure that you're staying emotionally connected to people. We're practicing social distancing. I'm sure the depression rate is going to go up, suicide rate go up. Uh, we're in a travel business where 
We're in the business because we love people and we love connecting and seeing things. And that's been taken away from us. So I think it's incumbent on uh, business leaders to stay emotionally connected, even though we're practicing social distancing. So, you know, I've heard of people doing um, Zoom happy hours. I know that sounds a little uh, trinky, but in these times, I think it's, it's things like that that matter. Tomorrow is, uh, tomorrow is Administrative Appreciation Day, uh, April 22nd every year. And so we're sending flowers and treats to our admins when the mat, actually the majority of my admins are furloughed. But we want them to make sure that we're still thinking about them in these times. And I think so emotionally connected while you're practicing social distancing. And those would be my three pieces of advice. Right, right. Well, no wonder that uh, Remington is number one in, on 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 Glassdoor um, with um, your your focus on on balancing and making sure that uh, you know people are taken care of. Uh, no matter if they're still working or not working, they're still part of the family. And I know you've always taken the approach that um, anyone who um, who is uh, at Remington is is part of a, a large family of people. That um, hopefully will be uh, soon rejoining the the workforce too. As um, we'll see improvements, so I really appreciate your time, Sloan. Um, I think that was fantastic. Your your perspective on kind of uh, the day zero concept is is great, and um, you know how do you move up from there? I think it's really relevant to see that each hotel is going to reopen from scratch. So that also means think about I guess what it should look like and not what it has looked like in the past. Um, and what does that mean in terms of opportunities for the business going forward? So that's been it's been super uh, super relevant. Thank you very much. Um, I know you're a busy man. I'll let you go, and uh, we'll hope to talk soon and maybe have some drinks uh, have some drinks uh, in 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 real, right? Absolutely. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Stay healthy. Stay safe. See you soon. Same. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances. Check out the show notes, link to the episode, help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating. And don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it.